The Apostle Peter is known as a strong believer and a bold witness for Jesus Christ. But how did he get there from being a rough fisherman who at one point even denied his Lord? According to the Apostle Peter in 2 Peter 1, the key to his spiritual growth, and ours as well, was knowing and walking with the Lord Jesus Christ. Join Cody Bell this week in Walk Talks for a series entitled, Transformed by Christ. Good morning, welcome back to Walk Talks. This is Cody again, been with you the past couple of days, giving a little bit of an overview of the life of Peter and then covering the, the first part of his list of how to grow spiritually and how to uh, mature into a Christ-like Christian. Uh, today, we're gonna continue on in that list. Uh, yesterday, we covered adding to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance. And now we're in the ver middle of verse six today and in the middle of verse six, it says, and to temperance, add patience, all right? Let's cover what patience is. Well, most of us would uh, think right off the bat that adding patience would be, oh, I'm not supposed to get angry. I'm supposed to be slow to anger. Well, yeah, that is one of those. Um, patience really, though, if you look at the definition of what patience is, Patience is really defined as the ability to endure. And uh, if you really think about that, patience now applies not just to anger or to uh, controlling uh, being mad or our reaction, but our patience really um, is the ability to endure the temptation to be angry. Or let's use another one, to endure the temptation to rush ahead of God or the temptation to quit when our trials seem too strong, or the temptation to give in, maybe even to severe peer pressure. Uh, but you can apply that. Patience, or the ability to endure when we're in a hard time. Um, patience uh, it is, is not, just, not just about anger, but it really is, it does come down to the ability to endure hardness. Um, and that, that uh, uh, really goes to, in my mind to another passage of Scripture where Paul is writing to Timothy, and he asks Timothy, and he says, there, thou, the, see, I think he's talking to Timothy, he says, refers to Timothy as his son, and says, I need you to endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. In other words, be patient, waiting waiting for God, waiting for God's timing, waiting for God to come through and win the victory for you. Uh, a patient endurance. Uh, there's some other places in Scripture that talk about patience, uh, but we, we, we need to keep moving in our list, and I would encourage you to look those up. That's another good exercise for you. And now we get into the end of verse uh, 6 there, and it says we need to add to our patience godliness. Well, Godliness is, is pretty easy if you really think about it, but let's, let's break it down just like we did the others. Uh, godliness would be a God-likeness or a Christ-likeness because Christ is God, Jesus Christ is God. So a God-likeness. Uh, in the Greek, godliness would be, the, the Greek word would mean to worship well, uh, to, to worship our God well. 
is that said about us when we come before God in worship, when we worship him on a daily basis, or even when we come together on Sundays or Wednesdays into corporate worship with other believers? Um, it, it is always a, a, godly, a godliness is always seeking to fulfill God's will for your life and to bring God glory, a godly life, living a life that is pleasing to God and is like Christ. That's a, that's a big, that's a big um, task that is laid out before us. And then uh, we find in the, in the, in the next verse, uh, we are asked in verse seven, six, seven, excuse me, to add to our godliness, brotherly kindness. Well, what does that mean? Well, it's, I, I, in reading this commentary, still again, I'm still reading out of the same commentary uh, to study this. Uh, godliness in the Greek, or brotherly kindness, I mean, uh, in the Greek is the word Philadelphia. If you've ever heard of the, the city Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, it is known as the city of, hopefully you said it, brotherly love. Um, and that is exactly what brotherly kindness means, a love for the brethren. Well, who are the brethren? Well, those are fellow believers. And, and as a Christian, we will have a, a marked love. We will have this love for our brothers and sisters in Christ where we want to see them honor and glorify God. We want what is best for them. We want God's best for them. And we have this love for our brothers and sisters in Christ, even though we might disagree on some things or we might not really understand why they do what they do, we will have a love for the brothers and sisters in Christ, a brotherly love. And then it's followed up with one step farther. And if you were reading there in verse seven, it says, and add to your godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. Well, what does charity mean? First Corinthians 13 is the love chapter or the, cha the, the chapter that talks all about charity. And if you're thinking that the word charity means love, you're correct. Um, but this is a different type of love. Uh, charity goes beyond brotherly love. Char or charity is a self-sacrificing love or the term agape love, where it is unconditional. You don't have to meet certain requirements to receive this love. This is the love that Christ exhibited on the cross when he died for yours and my sin. An unconditional love that said, hey, I love you, no matter who you are or what you've done, and I want you to accept my salvation. This kind of love is the love that we need to exhibit to those who are around us in our world that are lost. The people that we come in contact with who may not love God or know God like we do, they won't know God. In fact, these are the people who might be just wicked people who are doing bad things, who are, who are sinners of the, the worst sort, and yet we're still to have an agape, charity kind of love for these people. Why? Well, because if it weren't for the grace of God exhibited in our lives, we would be headed down the same road that they are. And we are asked in scripture to show people this love, the love of Jesus Christ, that we can begin to draw them and win them to come to know Christ as their savior, the way in which we present the gospel to them presenting it to them in a spirit of love that we can tell that they can tell that we genuinely care about them. This, this actually brings us to the end of our list. And if you have noticed at all anything about this list, as it has grown, they kind of tie one right into the other. And, and as you have, and so let's go back over them. As you have 
faith, you're going to add to your faith virtue or moral excellence. And as after you've added virtue and moral excellence, well, adding virtue, you're going to need to have knowledge in order to have more virtue. And you're going to add to your faith virtue and then to virtue knowledge. And then to knowledge, once you have more knowledge, it's going to lead you to have more temperance or self-control. And as you have more self-control, well, that's going to lend itself to patience, where you have an ability to endure hardness. And as you get that, you're going to be beginning to look more and more like Christ, and you're going to be living more and more of a godly life where you add to your patience godliness. And after you've added to your patience godliness, and you're acting more and more like Jesus Christ, well, guess what? You're going to have more of a brotherly kindness or a Philadelphia or a phileo kind of love toward the brothers and sisters in Christ. And as you have more of that love, well, you're gonna develop charity and unconditional love for the lost. And you're gonna wanna reach out to them and, and share the gospel with them and want them to come to know Christ just like you have. Man, this, this really has been uh, an exciting uh, study and a challenging study for me uh, going through this list and looking at this and looking what Peter asked the believers to do. And so we've completed the list. And so tomorrow, I hope you'll tune back in and we'll talk through a little bit of the application and what the results are. What are the results of having this kind of uh, growth in our life? What, what, are, what, what can we expect to see out of, this, out of this growth? We're gonna talk about that tomorrow. So hopefully you'll tune back in for another episode of Walk Talks. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word and how it applies directly to our lives. Lord, help us to take these challenging truths and challenging areas of our life and to apply them and to grow to be more like our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, we love you and we need your help in these areas. We cannot do this without you. And we look forward to seeing how you will grow us to be more like you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for being a part of Walk Talks today by listening and subscribing to our podcast. Follow us on social media for sneak peeks at future episodes and to share your favorites with others who would benefit as well. We hope your heart has been enriched by God's word to take your next step in following Christ.